You are listening to the Spark Influence Podcast with Spark Media founders, Peter and Misty Phillip. Spark Influence is a podcast about living a life with intention in marriage, family, ministry, and as business leaders. This show is brought to you by the Spark Media Podcast Network. Visit sparkmedia.ventures for more inspiring podcasts. Hey friends, welcome back to the Spark Influence Podcast. I'm here with Peter. Welcome back. Today we are talking about love and truth, loving God and loving others. This whole month of February, we are talking about love. If you missed our episode last week on loving what you do, I encourage you to go back and check that out. If you are new here, welcome. We are glad you are here. We're going to talk about love and truth in the workplace, in our homes, with our families, and lots of other things. So, Peter, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, this is, I mean, this is sort of the foundational part of the love theme for the month, right? This is truth in love and your business and your friendships and your mentoring and your family and your fellowship. So it's a pretty important topic for us. We've had this conversation many times on kind of how, 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 do, how do you win the day with all of these? And it's going to be truth and love. It's going to be love. And so uh, I, I'm excited to talk about it. I am too, because I think that in our culture today, a lot of people say, you know, love, but they don't have the truth aspect. Or you have other people who are all about the truth, but they don't have compassion and empathy and love. And God tells us to love God with all our heart and all our mind and our soul and to love others, right? So we need to love God, but we also need to love people. And sometimes loving people can be a challenge. And so that's why I'm excited to dive into this topic, because it looks different in the way that we love people. Like the husband and wife love is one kind of love. The love that we have for our children is a different kind of love. The love that we exhibit to our neighbor looks different. And so I'm, I'm excited that we're going to kind of grapple with all these ideas of love, but, but how can we have love and truth? Yeah. So let's start off with some scripture. First Corinthians 13. If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. So you're just noise, right? And we can read the entire thing, which I which I, I think has, it just reiterates love throughout. Why don't we just go ahead and, and take it from there. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and I have all faith so as to, remo- as to move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, And if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for the prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. 
Hey, welcome back. We uh, took a little break there. Uh, it's probably longer in time than you're going to realize. Misty had a conference to travel to, and we didn't. We were recording the podcast, and right before we could get it completed, we really had to uh, get her packed up and get her out the door. So I'm going to fly solo on the rest of the podcast. So we ended up with First Corinthians 13, 4 through 13, talking about love. And I want to kind of elaborate on some things that that passage is chocked full of stuff. And, and I really would like to kind of go into it a little more than just keeping it, you know, a sort of a surface gleam. A lot of people know this, this scripture. It's pretty, pretty well regarded, well known. And so I want to dig into some of it and how it applies both to our life and to marriage and to I mean, it can be to your podcast or your job, right? Your everyday walk. So uh, there's a couple things I want to cover, kind of, it will go in order here. First being the faith, love, and hope, and the greatest of these, love. So I look at this really more as a foundational statement. That being love is the foundation or the table with which all these things are built, right? And it's not just faith and hope. It's kindness and charity and right doing, all the things that are the opposite of what's not love, right? But love being that foundation, that tabletop that we build on. So if we falter and fail in some of these things, or all of them, as we want to do at some point in our life, then we have that foundation, that foundation of love that it, that backs us up, that shores us up. And I see this a lot in, if we take an application of my life um, uh, in the business world, and say, you know, there's right doing is, is tremendously important, right? Doing the right thing, being an upright person in business is what we are commanded to do and be in all things, but especially in business. And it's a difficult thing to do for some people in the business world because it's it's all about man's laws and rights when we may have in our we may have a check in our spirit about, well, this is legally correct according to, you know, Caesar, as it were. But we have a feeling where like, man, this really is not kind of should I really be doing this? Or is this really kind of walking the line or is this skirting it? We have those feelings, right? A lot, and they come up, and sometimes they're pushed away, and the world convinces us it's okay. But if you go back to the foundation, back to the table, love, would love do those things? Would love bless those things? Would love, and I mean that in a sense of, would that be, can you apply God's definition of love to that activity or to that action, right? And, and very often you can find the answer is no. There are plenty of legal, you know, gray areas that people and businesses operate in, whether that's from, you know, skirting to sort of the edge of laws that are, whether it's financial reporting or whether it's transactional information or taxes or whatever those things are that happen in business, you have a chance and an opportunity very often to either kind of go along to get along or to do the thing that is right doing, as, as you can say. So how do these things look, as we said, and as I said earlier when we started here, the, how does this look in our daily life? How, is this, how, how do we love the unlovable or the cruel? Like, what, are we commanded to do those things, and how do we do that? Like, that's a very hard thing to do. How do we even, like what I talked about at the beginning, how do we love in, in business? Like, Christians are very exposed in the world, at least today, to, and, and I've talked to other believers about this, where there's a, a law, real feeling of whether it's uh, persecution or just ridicule and to be made fun of for your beliefs, right? And, and, and that's, that's and I say persecution in the lightest sense of the word because there are Christians dying all over the world for their faith, and that's real persecution and real martyrdom, right? So we have it. We, we don't have it. It's not all gravy here, but we don't have nearly that. But we can do little things on our side of the pond here 
to to really stand up for that because it's a slow erosion. If we don't ever stand up for the little things, then like they say, you fall down for the big ones. And it, and if it's a constant erosion, if the hillside is 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 just falling underneath our feet, we've got to stand fast or or gain ground. We've got to move up and gain gain more ground and gain higher ground. And we can only do that really through love, right? So Jesus Christ will move us in our heart and in our spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit is there with us, and and those things indwelling in us will give us those those decision points as they come to us, right? Um, what do I do? Do I go left or do I go right? And we should be asking about that all the time. So the scripture is interesting to me that it talks about being, um, if you are, if you do these things, but no, don't have love, then you are as a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, which is a, if you really look at that as a terrible thing, because you're just, you're just making noise. You're just flapping gums and you're not, there's no truth there. And that's a terrible thing. And you don't want to be in that position. So I think at, from an applicable standpoint, you know, you know, in your, in your heart, or at least I have experienced this and talked to other Christians about it as well. Th- there comes that point where, you know, okay, I'm going to stand here right now. Or the stand could be, I'm going to acquiesce because I'm going to love this person. Now, they're not they're not, it's not what I would want to be. It's not how I'd want it to be or how I think it should go. But it tells me that this is not the time. Like I, I will love them. I will love them as Christ has ordered me to love, but it's not the time. And love does, does win that over. Like if you have a child who is wayward and you are having difficulties, you can try as much as I would agree with you on this and <laughs> if you're a parent you understand it look at them and just be like how do you not understand this like do just do what i'm telling you I, i've been there i've seen it it doesn't matter you can have all the experience in the world the child doesn't realize that it doesn't matter to them they are have to do it and see it and experience it on their own and, or they become wayward in some other fashion right the situations are many and varied that can be applied to this but what really works and what i've seen work in my life and, and what I, misty and i talk about frequently is if we love them and pray for them, but love them always, just continue to love them, you will be astounded at what happens, at what God does, and how he moves. And that's a, it's, a, it's a much easier thing to say into a microphone for a few minutes than it is to do it and live it, I promise you, because we've been there, right? We've had hardships, whether it's with your parents, whether it's with your children or siblings or a coworker. It's really, really difficult to say it's very easy to say it's all about love. It's very difficult to do. And some practical things that have worked really well for me and maybe for Misty and I both, especially for couples, is, like I said, to pray about it. Not only pray about it as an individual, but pray about it together. The power of couples praying is extremely powerful. Have your small group, if you have one, or the or other couples you meet with, pray together with them. Bring these things forward and talk about them as much as you can that you're comfortable with, but most certainly pray about it together. Prayer works. It's a powerful, powerful thing. And if you constantly bring it there and pray and pray for, pray for things for yourself and for that person you're praying for, you can pray for strength and patience, pray for love, pray for understanding, pray for grace (laughs) and pray all those things for them as well and say, Lord, help me through this. You know, I'm going to love them and I'm just going to love them. And the answer is not or may not be in the time you want it to be in. And it may not come in the fashion with which you wanted it to come in. But he will answer prayers because he does. 
and, and he will uh, bring that to an outcome. So, you know, I, I, we talk about this, uh, this or topically here is about how these interactions now can, can change a little bit in that the business world is different. I just, you still pray for those people in the world that, that you interact with in business, but how do you do that from a state of love while still being protective of your business or protective of, of your, um, you know, your, your property and your intellectual property and your rights? You know, God has ordered us to follow the law of the land as long as it so does not conflict with his law. And so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, that leaves pretty large leeway here in the business world. But what it really tells us and sets us up for is you have the option to be and do the right thing, to be the right standing person. And, and, and that's where that, that choice comes in is the choice to love, but to do right always. And sometimes that means losing business or not having that client anymore or not working for that company anymore, right? There comes a point in the time where you're going to have to make that decision and prayer again is going to help you answer that. I have seen this work really deeply in my life when it comes to selecting clients because I've had clients that not necessarily if if it's a if you if your first thought is the money then you've already stepped off into the wrong on the wrong foot and that water is going to be deeper than you thought. So not the money is not the thing, right? Even if you say, "Lord, if you give me this account, I'm going to give fifty percent of it to you, not ten. You're going to have half of it." That's not. First of all, he's not like that kind of bargaining. Uh, I don't recommend that. It's not a good bargaining chips, but you're still putting money first. You're still expecting money to be the thing. Doing right, doing good, doing what you do in your business, helping others, whatever it is you do, doing that excellently, bringing and deciding on those clients that will uplift what you do and be a benefit to you and if you be a benefit to them, right? So for me, I've had clients where I thought, well, this could, I mean, this could be a lucrative deal, but I don't have any way aligned with them. I don't agree with what they're doing necessarily, not from a, uh, just from a business standpoint, not, not that they're just, you know, they're criminal. It's just, uh, that's not a direction I, I would want to go in, in my business and take me in a different direction or maybe even out of my, uh, my expertise you know, that, of what I do. And, and that decision was, you know, Lord, I, I will, uh, I will love them and that's, I'm, I'll be charitable as always, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to take them as a client. And those are hard things to decide. Or it's like, you know, I can't work at this place anymore. They don't align with me. I don't feel like I can express myself as a Christian. My, my beliefs are suppressed. And I, it's not in any way aligned with what I do. And you may make a really hard decision where I feel like I'm, I'm being led to leave. I'm trying to love them, but, you know, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm praying about it. And if he leads you to leave, and it may not be to a better job, it may just be to a different job. But if you're following your heart and you're following what you think the Holy Spirit is leading you to, then you won't go wrong, I promise. So we're going to end the episode kind of in the way we started it with 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 13. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices at the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. 
When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. But the greatest of these three is love. Thank you for listening to the Spark Influence Podcast. We will see you next week.